What's up, Mets fans? This is BX Sports Jedi Kev, the Don of the Watch Along from the BX Sports Jedi Network. Welcome to the Mets BQ44 podcast. We are got a lot to unpack here. We're going to talk a little bit of the Mets offseason here. First and foremost, I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful December. My God, Christmas around the corner. It is December 9th. The winter meetings have passed. Before the winter meetings start, a lot of fireworks, a lot of uh, Mets transaction, first and foremost. First of all, we saw that Edwin Diaz re-signed with the New York Mets. Good job on uh, that, signing their reliever um, in a record. So Edwin Diaz will not be leaving Queens. He'll be closing. The trumpet will be being played in City Field. So good good job on that. Um, of course, it all starts off the news that we the New York Mets lose their number one prospect pitcher or, you know, the number one franchise pitcher, put it that way, in Jacob DeGrom. Now, Jacob DeGrom decided to go with the Texas Rangers, got a five-year deal, close to 100, almost $190 million. Um, he did not want to be with the New York Mets. It showed, um, according to reports from SNY's, uh, Salacata, WFAN, um, and all the reports around the major league um, insiders of the Mets, beat writers, and so forth, are saying that there's sometimes there's some starts. He didn't want to start. Uh, Scherzer had to push him to come out there. Um, he when, when he supposed to come back for a certain time when he was part of the injured list, wasn't ready or didn't want to refuse. Um, it looked like Jacob DeGrom was being come a little bit of a difficult or diva prima donna with the New York Mets at the end there. Um, I, I want to be totally transparent and honest. I'm doing this Met podcast. My partner is a Met fan. Um, I, everyone knows me as BX Sports Jedi. I do the Yankee watch along. And, oh, what is this Yankee fan talking about my Mets? I like We like the Mets in our household. My son is a Met fan as well. Um, you know, we're, you know, I'm a Yankee fan for and foremost. I'm going to be totally transparent and honest. But this is the Mets. So I'm going to give you my opinion of the Mets. So you want to hear it? You don't? You could always... Uh, move the channel and move the needle. But my point is with the Mets here, um, I want the Mets to do good. When the Mets do good in the city, um, the summer goes really good, really, really smooth for both Mets and Yankee fans. So my thoughts with Jacob DeGrom, he didn't want to play for the Yankee, for the Mets. He didn't want to be in New York City. He is a Florida boy. Uh, he went to Stenston. I live in Central Florida. Stenston's not so far from here. It is a more relaxed lifestyle. He took Texas. He doesn't want the spotlight. Although we heard his press conference, he wants to help the. They all say that bring a World Series. You know why? Because this is why they play baseball is to win a championship and get paid. And he's getting get paid. I don't know if Texas had enough firepower, but that's Texas Rangers' issue. For Jacob Degrom, he was the franchise for the Mets. Um, when you, I think he felt disrespected or slighted uh, with the offers that they offered him. With the previous ownership of not giving him that contract, he took a discount off or kind of lowballing him. Then you bring in Scherzer, makes forty-five million dollars. I don't care where you say what, even if you work as a, a, a even if you work as a garbage picker, or, you know, or any or any any work. If you're in a company for over five, six, ten years, and they bring in a new guy from the street, where and I know, even though he is uber talented, like Matt Scherzer, but he comes in making more more financially than you. It there is something called pride and ego, and I think that's what happened with Jacob Degrom. He got a little bit prideful, a little ego. 
um, 45 million. Wow, this guy's making more money. Meanwhile, I put this franchise on my back. You know, I've won two Cy Young Awards for this franchise. I've been the uh, the All Star representative for this place. I, I you know I tore my oh my elbow. I had elbow issues, my health issues for this place. Um, you know, yes, I was paid, um, and I agreed to receive that compensation. So, in other words, I, if I go to Jacob Degrom, if I'm him, if you didn't felt that you were being compensated well for that financially for the first contract, you should have not signed it. You know, you should have not signed it first and foremost. You should have asked the Mets, you know, uh, privately, um, seek me a trade. I am not going to be happy here because I want to be, I want to maximize my talent and make as much money as possible. So my sentiments there, I'm going to pull both play, both player and old ownership. I can't blame Steve Cohen in this. Steve Cohen did not get an opportunity to even rebuttal or give the final final contract or offer him. Because I think if Stevie Cohen would have talked to, or they would have went back, listen, this is the offer I'm getting from Texas. I think Jacob DeGrom would have been a Met. And I think Jacob DeGrom was afraid that Steve Cohen was gonna go in his pocket and give him the, uh, you know, a higher AVA or even four years, you know, close, similar to almost what Texas Rangers did, in my opinion. And I think he was gonna give him an offer he couldn't refuse. So, Jacob DeGrom, good luck in Texas. I hope you do. First and foremost, I hope you're healthy. I hope you're healthy. I hope you have no arm issues. And good luck in that uh, National League and American League West. Because the National, you know, and I hope when the Mets play the Rangers, you do not bow out. You do not chicken out. You do not um, miss a start. I hope you pitch and you pitch and you pitch against the Mets. And good luck on that one. Now, let's get that out of the way. The New York Mets immediately. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a, a two thumbs up. I know you heard it from everybody, all the podcasters. I know I'm a little bit late to the show, but I'm gonna, you know, to the dance. But I'm gonna just gonna give you my thoughts. Justin Berlander signs with the New York Mets. Me personally, I think that was a hell of a good signing for the Mets. Good job there for the Mets. They they not only bring back they bring back a a reigning Cy Young Award this year's Cy Young Award winner. And they bring them into the fold. Good job by them. Eighty-six million for two years. You can't go wrong with that. I know it's a high ABA. You know, I know it's a lot of money, and and the Mets got a lot of money tied up in their in their starting rotation. And, and but they're top heavy. They're one-two punch. Let me tell you this: the one-two punch for the New York Mets. I know you know it. Just giving you my thoughts and my opinion. One of the top one-two punches we've seen in New York history in quite some time. Yes, and this is coming from a Yankee fan. So I don't want you to be like, oh, he's just sugarcoating it. No, I'm telling you what I think. Um, there, that one-two punch, you know, you you got to really like your chances if you're the New York Mets fans. If you go into a three-game series at home with Dillwyn and they're scheduled to pitch, you know you're going to win series. And what does Buck work to tell everyone? You gotta win series. Win series, win series. It helps you get into October baseball. And exactly when you have those two kind of pitches and you have an Edwin Diaz in your at to close out the games, you gotta love your chances, Met fans. We'll talk about the division in a second. And I just wanted to give this uh, minor graphic here. This is Scherzer and Verlander together combined. I wasn't with the Tigers. Those four years they pitched together. Between them, two Cy Young Awards at that time, American League pennant at that time. They won MVP, 169 wins, four consecutive division titles. 
So if you're telling me for the next two years, and I know Met fans, the goal is to win the World Series, but if you're going to tell me you're going to win two, you know, hey, last year you didn't win the division. Let's be honest. You know, it, 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 it you ran out a little bit of out of gas. We don't know rehash. We don't know rehash. It happened what happened. You made the wild card. But if you're telling me the next two years, you're going to have a chance automatically to win the division two years in a row with those two horses. I think a lot of Mets fans will sign up on it and will take their chances in the playoffs with them going forward. So I can't wait. It's interesting to see there. Now the Mets on the other front lost the pitcher. They lost the starter from their from their 2021 rotation. Tyone Walker signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. Boy, the Phillies. Met fans, the Phillies are dealing and willing, and willing. They're making moves. Not only they signed Tyrone Walker, they got Trey Turner. They're doing some moves there um, for Philadelphia. They were remember they won the National League champion. They were the American National League champions, as I thought I had a sneeze. And they went to the World Series. They were the last wild card team, the last wild card team. So it shows you you need to be in it, and anything can happen when it comes to the postseason. You know, the, the, all the number one teams, except for the Astros, who eventually won it, but all the um, number one seeds, all the division winners, they all got kaputs in the National League. So, for the Mets, they go ahead and lost Tyron Walker, but I love the fact that they went and got another pitcher. They got a number, number four, a solid number four, a left-hander in you know, Jose Quintana. Jose Quintana will come to now to the Mets. One thing I like about this, Carlos Quintana, Jose Quintana is a left-hander. He comes in here. Um, also, you get that that Steve Cohen, and as much as everybody is going to now um, run him through the coals, say, oh, he's going to try to buy one. This is what Major League Baseball was scared of. We got it. We can't have not have him here as, a, as an owner. He's just going to pay, 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 and all the prices are going to skyrocket. Well, let's, first and foremost, you can't blame Steve Cohen when you got the, with the San Diego Padres out there. And I know I'm a little bit over the place, but I'm going to make a point about the, about this with Quintana and Cohen. Um, well, you got the Padres throwing crazy money out there. They signed Sander Bogarts uh, for for 11 years, 300, going close to 300 million dollars, uh, There, they actually put in a bid on Aaron Judge for 10 years, 400 million dollars. They they have Tatis, they have Juan Soto, they they have to pay Soto soon. They're paying Tatis, they got Machado. They're throwing crazy money out there. There's money, and they're in the 29th market in Major League Baseball, supposedly. They're, the Dodgers, even the mighty Dodgers, have a high payroll. They scale down a little. Now, the point is, with other teams are setting the bar. The San Francisco Giants offered $360 million to Aaron Judge. Of course, we all know the Yankees. They got money. they always a top player in playing and, and, playing and, and always in salary. But these teams, other teams, Texas Rangers, you know, just signed the Grom. They they last last winter they signed both C. They 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 went out of their way to sign Simeon, you know, and 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 uh, and and they kept sending money like crazy, like hotcakes. My point is, these t other teams that we don't know, they keep spending a lot of money, and it's not Steve Cohen. Now, my point with Steve Cohen, why Jose uh, Quintana is a good sign, a sign of pickup. You get yourself a number four starter, two year deal. Um, Oh, who, who's with the Mets defense? Uh, it's going to do really well, and also marketing ability. Uh, Quintana is a Colombian-born player. A lot of Latin American are in Flushing, Corona area, Corona Queens. Guess what? Now, now the pride, uh, you know, the Colombian pride 
oh, vamos a ver en la Manasseh en Spanish, vamos a ver acá a Quintana, va, va, va a lanzarlo. You're going to get a, a plethora now of Colombian um, followers because listen, one thing about me being Hispanic American, we support our own a lot. You know, whenever you see Lindor, whenever Lindor got there, we are proud, proud Puerto Rican um, heritage that want to go and cheer for Lindor. The same thing when even we didn't like, even though Met fans hated Javi Baez, but the Lindor Baez combination, there was a lot of Puerto Rican representation that wanted to go see those two play on the field. Even if, even, hey, don't even be surprised if, if I have to come up with another video with, with Correa signing with the, with, the, with the Mets. That's another important, you know. The point is marketing of markability. You market to, to what's near your geographic or your city, and there's a lot of of, of Colombian Americans and a, a lot of Latinos in Queens area that will you want to bring them into City Field. That's fresh, more money. That's revenue, and and of course they will go and, and the pictures there and that and that Latin pride. They will they will come, and and that's you know that's why billionaires they're not billionaires for being stupid. They're smart. They bid. They invest. They they see. They 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 know. They have smart people around them, even if they're not smart themselves. They invest. They bring in people themselves. So Quintana was a great move, and then the Mets not are done. Now Mets payroll currently right now is in. Uh, they're going into that third threshold of taxes. They're gonna get taxed close to sixty million dollars. They went over the three hundred. They laid three hundred plus. Um, what they call the Steve Cohen tax. He doesn't care. He says he'll go up to 100 million if he has to pay Major League for taxes uh, just to win a World Series. That, now, Mets fans, you got yourself an owner who loves this team. You gotta, Mets fans, you got to back up your owner and your organization. You gotta buy your season tickets. You gotta support the team merchandise. I'm a Yankee fan and I got a Mets jersey. My son, like I said, my son is a, a, a Jet, a, a Mets fan. Uh, you know what? I buy jersey I, when he's young. I take him. You know, he's a Carlos Beltran, of course, Puerto Rican. Carlos Beltran. You see the point? What I'm trying to tell you? We back our own, our Latin American players. It doesn't have to be the same. You know, if, if Pete Alonso, a good human being, a good, it looks like a good baseball player, a guy you can root for. Me being on the other side of, of, of the, of the of, in the Bronx, looking at Pete Alonso, he looks like he's a good ambassador for baseball. My point is, if, if, if the Mets. They, they, they are doing some good moves here for the New York Mets. Also, you saw uh, Brooks Rally. Then the Mets made a trade. They got Brooks Rally from Tampa. They bring in a lefty, another lefty reliever. Not only that, they, they're touching different bases. They're covering, they got their starting pitcher. A couple starters. They got two starters. They bring back Nimmo. One of your own. You bring back your own. And I love it, homegrown talent in Brandon Nimmo. He is back with the New York Mets. So Nimmo now will play center. You don't have to worry about Sterling Martin moving him to center where he could break down a little bit a little older. Or Marcana, you could keep them in the corner outfield. So I love what the Mets are doing. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for them with their moves. I still think the New York Mets, although personally they need a major designated hitter back. And personally, not that much out there on that market. I know Carlos Correa is out there. They need a big bat, but I don't know if they, you know, go a little higher for in that in that threshold to bring Correa. Yes, but then you have to lose salary in a couple of years from now. But that's Billy Epper's job to worry about. Personally, I don't think the Mets are going to get another bat. Uh, I think 
unless if they could find a way to get JD JD Martinez on on a 25 21 million dollar deal I think JD Martinez on, on a short term will be a good play for the New York Mets JD Martinez will be a nice fit for the New York Mets you're your designated hitter you could play him at DH there Although I know they would love to get a first baseman where they could, you know, a defensive minded or power hitting first baseman, they could, uh, you know, like a Matt Carpenter type, you know, um, on their Trey Mancini. If you're the Mets, if he's a free agent, you go after maybe see if that's something you could fit. But Trey Mancini is a good man in the good man in the locker room presence, but JD Martinez will looks like he'll fit the Mets more. Um, I don't know if he'll, you know, I don't know if the power numbers are still there. For him, he didn't hit that much home runs with them with the Boston Red Sox last season. But it's a that's a, that is a professional hitter. You want to, you know talk about a professional hitter? That's a professional hitter. Although the Mets really need a third baseman. Me personally, if the rumblings, the minute I hear some rumblings out of Boston that Rafael Devers is unhappy, might not resign, I am calling the Red Sox and I am trying to get Rafael Devers. I because here's another another caveat: the Mets. You cater now to the Dominican crowd. You know, the, the, the Yankees are pulling the Dominican diverse to Yankee Stadium with Serrino, you know, and, and, and Montas. But also, you bring in a Rafael Devers, who's a bigger star than these guys, no offense. You bring, you pull that, 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 that uh, ethnic crowd group, or you could think about Shohei Otani. You know, and let's face it, I, I, you are. You, you you have an opportunity here if you try to get Shohei Otani if you're the New York Mets for next season. We you know um you, or they want to wait, hold their horses and wait until the, the um, uh, trading deadline and try to trade for Shohei Otani. Now you bring now the Japanese market. You could now sell SNY feed into the Japanese network and and make another. You could make about talking about a hundred million dollars or more. You know whatever. You know I'm just throwing numbers out there. Um, and that contract alone will, will probably pay for the the taxes, the, the the Major League Baseball Cohen taxes, um, just by getting that marketing, the international money to televise those games back to Japan. That's if Shohei wants to come. See, the all the indication looks like it's gonna be personally. It, I, I don't. They'll tell Yankees, Yankees. If Judge leaves, I didn't want Shohei Otani. Everyone knows that. I, I not for the Yankees. I think the Mets will will benefit the Mets personally. If Shohei Otani comes to the, to New York, I think that that opens up that market. Um, and they, you know, you got little Chinatown, you got Flushing, Queens. You know, there's a lot of Asian American in Queens, and Flushing brings more people into the stadium. You saw that with Deke Masui when the Yankees had Deke Masui, they had a nice influx. They were broadcasting to Tokyo, they were broadcasting to Japan those games. You know, the, um, the former Giants. You know, I think, but don't be surprised if San Francisco Giants swoops in. If they, especially if they haven't made any splash, they lost on on Judge. They might be, re, you know, you know, what? we're gonna punt. We're gonna re repackage and and throw four hundred and fifty million to Shohei Otani next offseason. That's why the Mets, run the Mets. I'm trying to call up and see if I could get this done deal. Move it up, move it in motion. See what Artie Moreno um, and company out there in Anaheim will like personally. Now, there's a lot of talks about more. Um, Japanese American players or Japanese native players. You got Cody Asaga, another name that the Mets are talking about. Uh, the Japanese pitcher. It'll be interesting if they bring him in here to Queens. Um, he is a right-handed pitcher. Not know, not don't know too much about him. I know he, they he's projected to be a number two starter currently right now. Number three. Uh, um, 
they could really use a, a strong number three starter um you know especially slide in there after Verlander and Scherzer I uh, will see there for them I think if it comes down to money international money I think the Mets could sign them I think the Mets will sign them right now I don't I don't put anything past this good the owner Steve Cohen you gotta be excited this is not the Wilpons they're not bargain basing me they're not um, selling they're not looking for the barrel bar, you know looking for the cheap barrel they're getting good players they're not getting b-rated c-grade you know um low risk high reward type of players they're gonna go on they're getting solid mlb players they're making a team exciting for you met fans to go out there and and watch in city field you know met fans one thing i do gotta say you met fans are hard-working blue-collar fans you guys bust your rear end you guys nine to five guys lunch pail guys who bust your rear end who go to work work hard you know you have your homes in long island you have your home homes in connecticut new in new york all around the tri-state area you make to these met games you bust your rear end you know what it is you when you see a team that hustles and works hard you appreciate it and i think here you have an owner who sees that and is trying to reward you guys so i'm giving you flowers i'm giving you flowers met fans and now it's up to you guys now to back up this team you don't have to do anything but i'm saying you should be a little bit excited with an owner who's willing to spend who listens to the fans listens to you guys who would you guys like you know what i'm a, i'm gonna try to get him you want this guy we'll get it i don't you know what money don't worry about it i could make this I, i'll make it where i can multiply this money and i'm gonna make it back so it's up to you guys my fans to buy those season tickets get those season tickets Call up immediately. Uh, hey, I want to renew my season tickets. Hey, I would like to. Or you know, you, it could even be just a weekend that weekend um, tickets. And I am not getting paid at all. Nothing by the New York Mets. I am again Yankee fan. But I'm just saying, when I see an owner to to sign players like that, you 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 know you like it. I mean, listen, I lived through George Steinbrenner. You know the good, the bad with George Steinbrenner. The again got at the end was the good, the heyday. He'll bring any any star. He wanted this guy, he'll go get it. One thing about George, he loved it. He wanted to win. He, he he saw a player, he'll spend whatever money it is and get rid of it. This guy stinks. He ate the contract. Get him out of here. And uh, Steve Cohen, I'm not saying he acting like George Steinbrenner. No, no, no. I'm not comparing them. Don't don't get me wrong. But he has those tendencies that he loves the team. He'll do whatever it takes to win. You know what? The fans want this. I gotta I gotta put a winner on the product. I gotta enjoy. He enjoys. He loves this. This is not his. This is yes. This is he's a businessman. And he will treat the Mets like a business to make money, of course. But he loves this team. So he, he this is a love, a passion. And he does not afraid of spending the money. So, again, Steve Cohen, you got an owner. You have an owner who, who really, really likes this team, who really loves the team. And he's willing to spend. So Mets are on the rise up. Um, right, But I want to talk about the division real quick. I know it's too early. The dust has not settled. We don't know who's signing where, where, where. Um, the, of course, you have the defending uh, division champs in the Atlanta Braves. They're going to be a tough out. They have their nucleus intact and together. Um, they're talking about uh, possibly getting Sean Murphy behind the plate. Uh, and there's a lot of rumors with Oakland. Also, you have the Phillies. The Phillies are just, you know, after that World Series appearance, they're trying to retool, reload there. Um, they got Tyon Walker. Looks like Noah Syndergaard might not be returning to Philadelphia. Um, I won't. Even, I probably will see Syndergaard going somewhere in the in the American League East. Wouldn't be surprised if we see him in Baltimore or even in 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 Toronto. 
I can see Snow and Syndergaard, you know, going, um, being out of your division. If you, so right now, to be honest with you, your, the division is between three teams so far on paper here on December 9th is from Atlanta, Philadelphia, and New York. The Marlins are just going to be there as punching bags and so are the Nationals. They're rebuilding. Um, personally, I think, you know, it, it all depends on the Mets here. You know, they want to move John McCann. McCann, there was a lot of rumors that Syndergaard wants McCann in Texas. If you could move McCann's salary out, you know, and try to get yourself a backup catcher, another catcher will be phenomenal. You know, although Wilson Contreras is gone out to, to St. Louis, but you don't need to get an all-star at that position. You just find that you got to need a real good, solid catcher. You also have the young man in your in your minor league system. Um, you know, if you brought you, we saw him brought up uh, last year at the end of the season. If you wanted him as a backup catcher along along, you you know, you you could do that with Thomas Nito. You could do that if you're the Mets. But uh, but the Mets they do need a bat. They need a designated just a designated hitter type of bat. Um, you know, Michael Brantley will be a nice name if you want to put him in. You could you could rotate out there if you wanted. I know also there was interest from the Mets in Andrew Benintendi, uh, but now that Nimmo has been signed, I don't know if they will go that when you have those outfield positions. Another name that you could bring a reunion, you know, if he's fully healthy, Michael Conforto. You never know. You call up Michael Conforto, find out what the agents want. A one year you could want you could get him on a one year prove it deal. You could you find out 15 million, 14 million Michael Conforto on a one year prove it deal with an option for a second. It might get it done, but they do need a bat. They need they need a home run hitting bat, you know. And I don't know if that bat is out there. You know, you still get there's still Nelson Cruz out there. I know, but who wants an eighteen forty plus old? You know, you also they also bought Vogel back, so Vogel back will be back there. I don't know if you could really trust Vogel back as your power, but you you think you need a border fine home run hitter. I'm out there. Um, it'll be interesting because the winter meetings passed already, and it was mostly free agent signings. So a lot of free agent signings, there weren't there weren't no trades as, as much as we wanted. So I'm believing now, now from maybe after the Christmas break or right before the Christmas break, I think we're going to see some flurries of trades. You know, we all know that that Brian um, Brian Reynolds is asked for a trade from from Pittsburgh. I don't know if the Mets. I don't think the Mets have the farm system or the prospects to go for Brian Reynolds. Um, you know, so, but unless it's involving a three-team trade, you, you could also look around in the league to find out the Mets are interested in any other moves there. I don't know. I don't know what, how the MLB teams see the Mets farm system because we know that they need to get a little rebuilding. They got Beatty and Alvarez and Vientos. Those are their top three. I don't know if they want to hold, they want to depart with any of those um, prospects, you know, with for the Mets. So I, I don't think the Mets will do any trades. Although the Mets, they were talking about getting rid of some salary though. You know, um, Escobar and McCann, um, and, and, and I don't know if they will be able to move those salaries. I don't think they have the picks to send or draft acquisitions to send or even, you know, prospects. So we shall see there. So the Mets, kudos to, again, I, I forgot to mention, kudos to Buck Showalter winning manager of the year. I didn't get him on the air. I wanted, I wanted to bring on the podcast, Buck Showalter. Kudos for him winning the manager of the year. You got a great manager there. You know, you got a good manager there. Um, great, good manager. Let's, I'd say great first, but I'm going to take good because he hasn't won a World Series yet. He's a very good manager. I will take him back as a Yankee fan in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. You know, um, but he's a good manager who gets you wins, X's and O's. Just build him a strong bullpen. You, now you have Robinson. Uh, Dave Robinson could probably come in the seventh, eighth inning. You know, if uh, Lugo returns, you got Lugo. You, you know, you could, you, you, the Mets, 
are pretty, really, really well here. I like what they're doing again, not to sound um, redundant, but to sound uh, just to give it a quick wrap around wrap wrap up. They are they are solid. They're up the middle, McNeil, Lindor, now Nimmo in center field. Uh, they are they, you know you you're, you're as strong as up the middle as you could possibly be. The, Alonso at first brings the power, but you need to protect him. You need a power bat to protect them. But we shall see here where they do where they will get it um, for the New York Mets. Now it's going to be a, if you got to play the Mets in a three game series, you have a, a tough one. Scherzer, you got Scherzer, you got Verlander, possibly you know Cookie Carrasco, your number five starter. You can't go wrong with that. You can't go wrong with Quintana, McGill. You can't go wrong with that. They have a really strong um, pitching, but you can never have enough pitching. So, with that said, I want to thank everyone for the, uh, listening to me today with the podcast. A little bit of the Mets. Just wanted to give a little bit of my Mets thoughts here on the Q40, uh, the Mets BX Q44 podcast. I am BX4 Jedi. Can you can follow me on the BX4 Jedi Network YouTube channel. Also, anywhere you hear the plat- audio platforms, if it's on Apple speakers, Spotify, uh, you name it, we're there. Amazon Music. Anywhere on the iHeartRadio um, platform, podcast platform, Twitch. Thank you guys for watching on Twitch. We appreciate you as well in the Rumba and anywhere that you get a Facebook app. So we want to thank you guys here. The Mets, what would the Mets do? We shall see. There's, I still think this is not um, over. I think the Mets are going to still add. Them. Uh, I think Cody Sanger gets, gets here. Kodai Sanger gets signed here from Japan. And I think there's going to be another move. That the Mets are going to do, they're gonna, we're going to probably drop our draw. Like, whoa, we didn't see that coming. But I will be here. I will be here. I can't wait. And when it happens, I'll just jump on again and we'll get our reactions. So until next time, man, if we don't see you, talk to you soon. You have a happy holidays, holiday season. But this is BX4 Jedi Network saying thank you so long. We'll see you next time.